0: Difficult times are ahead. So many problems are approaching a tipping point, and we can't help but wonder what will happen next. As we draw closer than ever to the last days, how can we make sure we are prepared no matter what comes our way? That's our topic in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report. A podcast in which we learn how we can keep watch and find hope as we grow in our understanding of Bible prophecy this is Steve Miller when it comes to the chaotic world in which we live we have two choices we can either live in fear or we can live in hope it's all a matter of what we choose to focus on this is important because we live in a world that is falling apart How can we prepare ourselves so that we stand strong? The answers are in the Bible, and that's what we're going to look at now. The closer we get to the last days, the more we should expect problems to get worse. For example, will the wars taking place now in Europe and the Middle East spread? Will new wars break out? Are there other pandemics that might turn our world upside down as COVID did? Will we be able to get the healthcare we need? Are jobs and the economy in danger? How close are supply chains to the breaking point? What about food shortages and energy shortages? How bad will crime get? Can we trust our government anymore? For those who are parents, what is happening at school that we don't know about? We can go on and on. All of us have issues of one kind or another that weigh heavily on our mind. There's so much we don't have control over, and that can cause a lot of worry and anxiety. But as Christians, it is helpful for us to keep these two things in mind. One, there is no reason to get frustrated about what we don't have control over because God has control over everything. Nothing will ever happen that overrules his authority or his will. There are many things that are beyond our control, but there is nothing that is beyond God's control. Two, rather than focus in fear on the world's problems, we should focus in anticipation of Christ's return. It's our focus that makes the difference between living in panic or living in peace. Even though there are a lot of things out of our control, we don't have to let them derail us. By keeping our eyes on the finish line, on Christ's return and eternity, we can stay on track. It's our focus that makes the difference. Rather than live in fear of crises, we want to live in anticipation of christ's return and here are some key ways we can do that first live as children of day romans 13 verses 11 and 12 says the night is far gone the day is at hand so then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light when paul said the night is far gone he was saying that daytime is fast approaching Christ's return is near. To live as children of night is to live in sin, and to live as children of day is to live in holiness. There are three reasons it's so important for us to put off the old person and put on the new person. One, we want to live in a way that pleases and honors God. Two, we want to be prepared for Christ's return. We don't want to be ashamed when he calls us home to be with him in heaven. And three, we want to live as positive witnesses for God. When people watch us, can they see God through us? We want to draw people to Christ before time runs out. We can't do that if we're living in darkness. Because daytime is approaching, we want to live as children of light. Second, be patient as you wait for the rapture. James five seven says, Be patient, therefore, brothers until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it. James is saying that while we wait for the rapture, we are to be patient. The context of this passage is people who give us a difficult time. They make life hard for us. And so we wish the rapture would hurry up. But just as a farmer has to wait for his crop to grow and mature to the point it's ready to be harvested, We have to be patient and wait on the timing of Christ's return. Any temporary suffering that we put up with now will be gone once we've been raptured and are taken to heaven. Third, stay busy as you wait for the rapture. In 1 Corinthians 15, verses 54 to 58, the Apostle Paul talks about the rapture. He tells us that when this event takes place, we will be given glorified bodies. And notice what he says next. My beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. This is a call for us to stay diligent, to stay busy serving the Lord. As we wait for the rapture, we shouldn't be waiting passively, but actively. You may remember what Jesus said in Luke chapter 19 when he taught the parable of the talents. Two of the servants took good care of their master's resources. The third did nothing. It was the two busy servants who heard their master say, Well done, good and faithful servant. It was in this context that our Lord said, Occupy till I come. Fourth. Remember that your sufferings on earth are temporary. In Romans 8.18, the Apostle Paul wrote, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. Everything we face now on earth is temporary. The glory that awaits us in heaven is eternal. The frustrations of living in an evil world and in fallen bodies will often cause us to wonder, how much longer can I hold on? But there is coming a day when we will say, the sufferings of earth were nothing compared to the wonders I am enjoying in heaven. What we face now is temporary. It will end, and our future is forever. Fifth, be active in mutual encouragement with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25 says, Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. In a world thus falling apart, it is crucial that we as believers meet together. We are to stir up one another to love and good works, We are to encourage one another. As the people of the world tear each other down, we need to be building each other up. It's when we meet together that we are able to strengthen and edify one another so that we can persevere. This isn't talking about lighthearted fellowship. It's talking about providing a strong support system for one another in these last days. In a world like ours, we need this more than ever. So let's do a quick recap. Rather than live in fear of crises, we are to live in anticipation of Christ's return. And here's how we can do that. One, live as children of day. Two, be patient as you wait for the rapture. Three, stay busy as you wait for the rapture. Four, remember that your sufferings on earth are temporary. And five, Be active in mutual encouragement with your brothers and sisters in Christ. We can be sure that as we draw closer to the end times, things will get worse. Crises will explode everywhere, but we can draw assurance from the fact that no matter how out of control things get, God is still in control. And rather than live in fear of the world's problems, We are called to live in anticipation of Christ's return. Every one of the Bible passages we just looked at was written in the context of the end times and eternity. These passages give us wisdom for how we are to live in these last days. For this reason, we should take every single one of them to heart. Thank you for joining me for Foreshadows Report. My hope is that you're finding encouragement in these weekly podcasts. You may know others who would be interested in listening. If so, you can point them to my website where they will find a link to the podcast. To access my website, go to stevemillerresources.com. That's stevemillerresources.com. My book, Foreshadows, is also featured on the website. If you know fellow believers who want a better understanding of how today's events are leading us closer to Christ's return, you'll want to recommend that they read Foreshadow. It could be purchased from Amazon, ChristianBook.com, and other major retail channels. Thank you again for joining me as we keep watch and find hope. And in closing, I want to thank Harvest House Publishers, which has made this podcast possible.